All right, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of the Fresh Takes Podcast with Russo and Felice. I am Paul Russo. Across me, as always, keeping it hot with the takes up in here, even though it's a little bit cold. Man, myth, legend himself, Nick Felice. Nick, how are you doing today, bud? Pretty good, Paul. We are heading into our second winter of the show. Second winter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Keep in mind, it is not as warm as it looks in here. I know the takes are hot. We got a space heater, at least, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, we do. And uh, takes are hot. Syracuse basketball, not hot. But How, how dare you? But Virginia you? just played another game against James Madison, and they scored 34 points as well. Not bad. So they're only averaging giving up 34 points a game. But it can't get any worse because Kentucky just lost to Evansville at home tonight. What updates are the great updates that you are providing today? Number one in the nation. So Go Evansville Purple Aces. Long live the Missouri Valley Conference. Yes, indeed. So, Paul, it's a big weekend for you. Big weekend. Last week at a NASCAR. How dare you? Just remind me. Yeah, we'll discuss that uh, last segment of the show. A lot to get to. A lot to get to. Obviously, our fo- football talk, but we haven't talked NBA and NHL since the seasons have started. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, the meat and the sandwich for what I guess are the main points for the day. So, yes, uh, rough, uh, rough. Admittedly, semi-rough weekend for football for a lot of people. I think around here, um, but. People oh, are comparing. Uh, I know you said this, but mm-hmm. people are comparing our, your Redskins to my Knicks. Well, well that's because I did, I did that yesterday. <laughs> people have been saying on TV today. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the, Kornheiser said it. The only, the, the, only the, the only way you're actually going to change anything with either of those teams is you need to get different ownership in there, and that ain't going to happen anytime soon. And I think he sounds. is a Redskins Knicks fan. Who Kornheiser? Probably. I think he is. The poor bastard. Yep. But, but, Paul, I was wrong. I will admit right now I was wrong. Alabama did not win by double digits. Oh, and I was right. What a glorious time right now, at least in the studio. Yeah, that was uh, quite the game. Uh, despite what the score said, it was LSU's game the whole way. Um, and, of course, Alabama barely drops out of the playoff picture, if at all, really, technically. They're ranked fifth. Stupid, but whatever. Um, you know they're going to jump back in. The weird part about that game is it's hard to say if that was the most meaningful game of the year, given even in my predictions at this point, I feel like LSU and Alabama will still be in the playoff because we may not may not have two Big Ten teams anymore with Minnesota beating Penn State. Um, was LSU all Alabama even the best game of the day? That's a good question. I don't know. Minnesota-Penn State? Minnesota-Penn State game was wild. Penn State, you know, if you're if you're an old-school Syracuse fan, you know, you don't like Penn State. They were our, at least on the football side, traditional rival for a number of years, or one of them, with West Virginia anyway. And, uh, yeah, it was weird. I don't know why Penn State's defensive coordinator was obsessed with playing zone defense the first half. And it burned them, and it was glorious. But I loved it. And for gambling, you were pretty excited about that Baylor-TCU game? Yeah, even though it didn't pay off in the long run. Is that who it was? Yeah. That game was 18. Got the over, was had to go triple overtime. That game was at 18 at the start at the end of regulation, start of overtime. And that game ended at, like, 49, I think. Like, just absurd. Uh Let's talk about your Irish, too, a little bit, Nick, because, uh, hey, nice bounce-back game for him, admittedly, even though Duke, Duke plays tough for the most part, but that was a solid bounce-back win. Uh, yes, it was. Doesn't help Notre Dame in catching the championship race, but it does, for you, Paul, give you a little bit of perspective little bit of perspective of how Duke plays before Syracuse has to play them. Yeah. In Duke as well? Yeah, we uh, our preview player is Sterling Offrek, Dora Punter. I love Sterling. But, I mean, I did not watch this Notre Dame game because I did not have the ACC Network until today. Shout out to my dad for getting that, <laughs> for the fam. But, uh, yeah, I think Notre Dame football, it's been a good year, but not good enough. And I'm going to miss Ian Book. 
think he's done. Not sure. Yeah. But if he is coming back, I don't know what he is. I think he's a junior or a senior, something like that. But we'll see. We'll see what happens next year. We'll try again next year. <laughs> Syracuse, they need to win out to get a bowl game yeah. ball. Do they do that? Uh, do they win out? No, they won't. Do they win this Saturday? Mm, probably not. <laughs> wow. You and it's, Kenny's it's, two pennies getting a, off the bandwagon. Well, it's it's so bad there. And like, not to get so off topic, but the fact that they think it's a smart idea to raise season ticket prices for certain people next year is a bit absurd, given the fact of uh, – the product, you want to, it's not so much a product, but like they have lost the community. They lost the fan base already again, which yeah. isn't good. So, no, just if they lose out. Is Dino gone? No, no, you gotta give them they started out by year. 50 points every game. Is Dino gone? No, because we just said it's a two that's a two parted answer for no one. The, the obvious a is the fact that you just signed him to that extension over the past off season, so you can't fire him right away because I'd imagine the buyout's absurd, despite obviously being Syracuse. But secondly, B in the answer uh, is you have to give him the chance to make change. Uh, if you if we come out of the gate next year 0 for four and flat, then I think you see him fired. But I don't think. I don't think you fire him this offseason. Unless unless someone like a Doug Marone comes on the market and you think you have a reasonable shot at getting a run at him and you take that run. Who stays longer as a Syracuse coach, Bayheim or Dino? <laughs> I'd like to say Dino, but that ain't going to happen at this rate, I don't think. I could be wrong. But then again, I've also felt like for the past two years that it's probably Bayheim's time to go too, so I don't know. <laughs> but... Uh, it's it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. Just it sucks. <laughs> so Clemson's in the top four now. Correct. Are they solid? You think they're going undefeated? I think they should have been in the playoff anyway. But yeah. Uh I don't see where they lose. That D that D is good. That offense is good. I think. Who are they going to play? Virginia in the finals. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Last time I checked. It was supposed to be Wake, but... Oh, no, not Wake. Uh, I think... I don't know. It might be Tech now. Texas, or Virginia Tech might be ahead because Virginia Tech beat Wake over the weekend. So, I don't know. Doesn't matter. They're going to run the tables. I think Ohio State will run the tables. And I think LSU is going to run the tables. I think they're all going to run the tables. Those three teams are getting in. All undefeated. Alabama's going to get in because they're going to beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. And they'll get in. The only thing that could stop Alabama from getting in is losing to Auburn in the last game of the season. Which I don't see. But it's the only thing that could stop Alabama right now. Because Georgia's going to lose an SEC championship game. And it's going to hurt their chances. Minnesota, they're going to have to win the Big Ten. Are they on the opposite side of Ohio State? Or same side? Uh, opposite side. Opposite sides? I believe so. Uh, they got to win the Big Ten, and I think they're in. And Ohio State is out. Now, here's the controversy. Say Ohio State loses to Minnesota. And Alabama, they run the tables. Does Alabama, say Minnesota beats Ohio State in the championship game. They lose to a very good Minnesota. Say it's a great game. Does Alabama get in over both those Big Ten teams? You know they're going to try to get them in. Well, Alabama, yeah. I mean, they've already tried and found. They've already tried to find a way to get Alabama and in. Even say, what if Georgia beats LSU? Does LSU no. does LSU go behind Alabama at all? I don't think normal people are gonna say no, but 
this committee loves Alabama to the point that they've already left the door wide open for him to get back in. So. It's all about money. Yeah. For me, there's only six teams that can win the national championship right now. I will say the four that are in, in Alabama and Minnesota. They're the only ones. Who's seven? Utah? Who's six? Oregon? Yes. How the hell do they get in? Don't ask me. They're going to need some upsets. They're going to need Alabama to lose to Auburn. They're going to need Georgia to lose the SEC championship game. They're going to need Minnesota to lose. You know, they're going to need a lot of help. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, then there's Clemson. If Clemson lost too, that would help those teams big time. Definitely. But that's not going to happen because Clemson does not play Syracuse on their schedule. They're a killer. But I think Ohio State, regardless of LSU winning, Ohio State is the favorite to win the national championship. I rest my case. <laughs> you could take over now. I, I, I'm working on that. That is work, all the inside I'm working on, I have I'm working on, on some, college football. I'm working on some cross-promotion over here. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so... Let's take a quick look at the week ahead then before we get to the NFL. What is game day? Game day is headed to Waco, Texas for Oklahoma and Baylor. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right, but I, I think Baylor that, finally yeah. going to come down to earth this week. Probably. Um, let's see here. Other major games, Indiana, 24th ranked Indiana is at Penn State. Uh, let's see, 21 Navy is at Notre Dame. Georgia-Auburn might be the second, uh, yeah, probably the second technically biggest game of the oh, week. Oh, Georgia-Auburn plays. Yeah. Um, then Minnesota's at Iowa. And then game day, obviously. The game day game, Oklahoma-Baylor. So, it's pretty neat. Pretty good week. Yeah. Um, I'd say that safely takes care of that. Let's head to the NFL. Interesting week across the shield. Um, Weird week. Yeah. A lot of buys, obviously, this week, this past week. Uh, So you had not half the games, a little bit closer to two-thirds of what you could have played and seen. Uh, So, though, a lot of – it was weird. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's got to be an explanation for some of it, but – I mean, that's the beauty of football. You and me both picked six and seven weeks. Yeah. That was a record. Well, we had pretty much almost the same picks really across the board. And even then, a lot of them backfired. I did get the Dolphins one right. You got the Dolphins one right. I will give you that. What was the one that I got differentiated right then? Uh, You got... I take the Bears over... No, I took the Lions because that was before Sam or uh, Matt Stafford we knew was out. It was later. It was a four o'clock game. Probably was the Viking. Was it the Vikings? Maybe. Yes, I took the Cowboys. That was my yeah. why. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You got yeah. the Vikings. Anyway. I think we, then we said everything else the same. I think. Yeah, the Saints faltered bad. That was a bad game by them. Um, not to say it should leave you with question marks, but I feel like the stupid question I brought up of, "Hey, let's why don't you just play Teddy Bridgewater?" I'm gonna say a lot of people's last man standings were ruined last week yeah, because of the Saints. Definitely a safe bet. If not them, then maybe if you had them still and you thought it was worth the risk, Buffalo might have ruined it for mm-hmm. you. I um, knew that was a trap game for the Bills. Because oh. the Browns, I mean... The button didn't want to go to you. <laughs> the Browns are not good. They're all right. They're not as good as people thought they were. They're not that 10-6 and six team. It's true. But... The Bills, I mean, are we buying the Buffalo Bills? This is a New York area team. Obviously. We buy. Technically, it's the only New York area team. Eh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, we... I'm going to buy the Bills still. I mean, it's... Uh, I'm selling the Bills. I'm not, I don't know if it was so much a fluke. Their defense definitely did, I thought, the job for the most part. Uh, especially when it mattered. They had a big goal line stance a couple times during the game. Their defense is legit. I don't know what the deal is with their offense. I know I contemplate, I'm going to spoil some fantasy news to you. I contemplated putting a claim in for Josh Allen this week against Miami. 
But I'm think I thought better of it. I really did think better of it. So I'm not gonna go with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the offense. The past couple of weeks has been weird. Uh, so Singletary had a good week the week before. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just a couple week slump type deal. Um, obviously, they're playing the Dolphins, but that Dolphins team has the longest winning streak in the AFC East right now. So wow, at two games. <laughs> <laughs> so and here with Sam Darnold, say yeah, Sam Darnold playoffs. playoffs yeah, I mean they're still obviously in the picture technically, but uh, yeah, they uh, they won the battle of the battle of the Meadowlands uh, by a touchdown. Uh, Saquon, I'm gonna ask you this because if I were a Giants fan, and this is kind of happen with the Redskins every now and then, where I'm finally in as time has gone on, I finally put weight in it. Uh, what do you make of Saquon's comments after the game? Because stuff like that, if I'm a Giants fan, I I don't say I'm worried for the immediate future, but long term. I didn't hear what he said. What did he say? So effectively, effectively, I'm going to end up having to say it verbatim here, but he got so asked about getting only one yard. He said it's not a big deal. Um. And then he kind of went off into this, we can be better, which is true, admittedly, but I, I, kind of the attitude, not the attitude, the way, the way he said it. And then somebody brought up the question about his health, and he kind of said, I may not be 100%, but that shouldn't make a difference type deal. So, And then somebody tried to merge the two together, and he just kind of wasn't having it. Um, it's happened with a couple of Redskins guys, a little bit different scenarios because we brought him in a free agent, but like notably like Albert Hainsworth had kind of similar comments at one point that, Hey, maybe that should be a red flag. And at least on that side, Albert Hainsworth, I heard yeah. that, I heard that name in a while. Yeah. But so like, what do you make of Saquon? I guess he's upset with They that. lost the game. Yeah. One yard, one yard. I mean, yeah. is he trying to blame it on the offensive line? Because he should. That's the thing. I don't. I think he was trying to do it inadvertently. When I think if you were to say it, you're better off just kind of saying it, and then you can at least be a man about it per se. You know, I played your brother in fantasy this week, and he has Saquon Barkley. Yeah. He was at like eight yards twice, and somehow he fell to one yard. So yeah. he had a lot of minus yard gains in that game, and couldn't get anything positive on the running game side of it. But. Uh, yeah, they just lost to the Jets, you know. At the time, Jets were the laughing stock of the league. I mean, now it's definitely the Bengals. Or you like to call them the Bungles. The Bungles. But, uh, yeah, he's upset they lost the game. I think it was just the heat of the moment. Don't really put too much into it unless it occurs again in those comments. But he's young. You really just... You gotta get some offensive line. You gotta get some offensive line in the draft because it's really, really bad right now, and you can't do anything when no one's there to help you. So I'm not taking too much out of it, but uh, I'm happy about the Jets. So Sam Darnold said playoffs. <laughs> did, what did Geno Smith say before overtime? He said heads. He said oh, breaking. News. I got some breaking news. Breaking baseball news. Something about the show and breaking baseball news. Gabe Kapler has been hired as the new manager for the Giants. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's amazing how many breaking news baseball we have from 10 I'm o'clock stuck. to 11. How do we get it? But no, he said heads. Get out of here. I'm He's, sick of this discussion. Now I'm going to say, now here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Last night's Monday Night Football game was the game of the year. It was a good game. Game of the year? No. No. What's the game of the year? Saints, Texans at the beginning of the year. It was good. Ended the same way that the Seahawks-Diners game. They were both good games. Yes, that was a nice field goal by Will Lutz to win the game. Week one on Monday Night Football. But uh, that Seattle, Russell Wilson made some mistakes. He also made some big plays. Jimmy Garoppolo showed that he's still a top. 15 best quarterback, <laughs> and that's it. 
Also, Russell Wilson did not have Tyler Lockett end of the game. Oh, boy. Niners did not have George Kittle the whole game. And Seattle ended up winning. Niners kicker, they got off the street, looked good for the first three field goals. The last one, did you see that? Yeah. I we thought it was did. blocked. I saw a video. Did you see the video? I saw it via Barstool. Did you see the video of where the football actually ended up? No. Ended up in the tunnel and almost drilled the security guard. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. That had to have been one of the worst kicks. It was it, bad. When you say choking is a thing, that is literally yeah. like the field goal he had to tie the game right down. Oh, no one's there, ball. These look. There's hey, a couple, Pat. There's a couple buttons over here that just like got switched up and like I, it went. I just talk. Well, so he drills the game tying field goal right down the middle. And they just picked this guy up. And I felt bad for the kid. Because that wasn't even close. This is one thing you miss it. I'm like, guessing it had to have been some sort of like... And they didn't dive into it, but that hold had to have been slightly off somehow. Because you don't miss it that bad just mm-hmm. kicking. I know they're picking on Cody Parkey in the playoffs because he hit the pole. This guy hit the tunnel. It's <laughs> and, true. It's and, true. You know, you feel for kickers because they're just scrawny little guys. Kickers are athletes. Kickers aren't athletes. They're necessities. Yes. Who's more of an athlete, kicker or a punter? Well, Steve Weatherford was normally, normally, Nick, I would, you know, give you an option. But for the sake of not wanting to get my ass kicked, uh, I'm not going to say anything because of Steven Janikowski and uh, who's that one jacked punter on Cle- the jacked punter on Cleveland, the Scottish Hammer. I don't want any part of him. So no. Steve you, Weatherford, remember him? Yes. Oh, yeah. He was jacked. <laughs> Oh, who's who's that guy in the Rams who's a savage? I don't want any part of him either. Hacker. Sa- yeah, Hacker. Yeah. I don't want any part of him. Speaking of the Rams, they, also, need, to, they also, need to stop fake punting. Also, also former Giants kicker, uh, that Dodge guy. Matt Dodge. Yeah, I don't want any part of him either. Mostly because yeah. he beat his wife. So. Oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't hear that. You don't remember that? There was yeah, a big controversy. That's how Rosas got the job. How do you think I'm supposed to know that when Matt Dodge is known for the guy that punts it to Deshaun Jackson? Or whatever that guy's name was. I don't think it was Dodge. Whatever. Either way, let's make some picks. <laughs> a weird week. We're, you're still at one game lead. That's true. So, let me get readjusted What here. is Thursday night? Thursday oh, night. Oh, and did you hear my brother said there's a triple header on Saturday this year? Right before Christmas. Mm, great. And he's a little upset his Seahawks got bumped from Sunday Night Football with the Eagles. And they gave it to the Packers Niners. Oh, well. Thursday night, we have the Steelers visiting the Cleveland Browns. Shout out to my friend Nick in Cleveland who will be going to the game. First NFL game for him in 10 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That means, I'm guessing that means the last quarterback he saw for the Browns in person was Jake DeLome. <laughs> <laughs> He's, Which I shouldn't be laughing at. Jake Delhomme is a solid, was a solid quarterback. I think he, the Super Bowl. Yeah, he led the. I think the Browns that year had like a ten and six record and just missed the playoffs. Was he the Super Bowl? with the Panth- Panthers? The yes. first one, yes, because the Patriots. Yes, yeah. You want me to go first? Yes. It'll probably be your why right off the bat, but I'm gonna go with the Browns. Why, yeah. Paul? You are right. I'm not buying it. This Steelers, is the quickest Steelers, why in history. This Steelers team, I'm not buying at yes, all. Yes, neither was I. But <laughs> did you see them last week against the Rams? Yeah, they looked pretty bad still nonetheless. That, that offense struggles to get Here's going. why, Paul. Here's why I'm saying why. All right. Fitzpatrick. Minka. <laughs> Minka Fitzpatrick is a stud. He's going to pick off Mayfield a couple of times. I got the Steelers, Paul. All right, whatever you say. Mason Rudolph. Oh, God. We have to pick this game right off the bat, too. 1 o'clock. Jets at Redskins, first of the Sunday 1 o'clock games. Darnold says playoffs. Need to win this one. I got the Jets. Redskins make their second trip to MetLife this year. This year in the MetLife. Oh, this one is at MetLife? Yeah. Oh, no, it's oh, it's in Maryland. It's at the Redskins. I thought it was wow. at New York. Oh, I'd like Dwayne Were you Haskins. going about to pick the Redskins I, or something? No, I'd like, to, I'd like Dwayne Haskins. I'm happy Dwayne, Red, Dwayne Haskins is going to be starting the rest of the year. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. That Jets team, the Jets defense, 
Uh, definitely showing some signs of life. I'm going to go with the Jets. Colt McCoy, the third string, I hear. Yeah. About time. Colts at the – or Jaguars at the – I'm saying them backwards today. Jaguars at the Colts. <laughs> you know why you're saying backwards? Because mm-hmm. you should have won a parlay yeah, in soccer. Thanks for bringing that up. And because you thought the road team was on the left side. Traditionally it is, but not in soccer for some reason. I'm so sorry, but watch the game. Stupid sport. <laughs> what's what's the game? Jaguars or Colts? I got the Colts. Mm, so we have Nick Foles coming back at quarterback this week. Disappointed. Brissett still questionable. I'm gonna have to be smart about this. I'm gonna take the Jags. But you want Minshew back? No. Uh, actually, can I switch picks? Yes. I'm going Colts. Okay. I just thought myself into taking the Colts, so. All right. Bills at the Dolphins. You don't realize how bad I want to take the Dolphins here for the sake of the meme and the comedic standpoint for in this area, but I'm still taking the Bills. I'm taking the Dolphins. I, I took them last week. I mean, I don't blame you. I, I, it's not that Dolphins, bad of a pick. Once I heard about that coach for the Dolphins, mm-hmm. lost his mom before the season, mm-hmm. I'm riding this guy. Let's go Dolphins. They're not even I, – they're, I don't think they're even close to the worst team. Nah. They were getting picked on. Certainly a game in the AFC that we could see in the playoffs, potentially. Texans at Ravens. That is a good game. I think Lamar Jackson going to come down a little bit to earth this week. I got the Texans on the road. Yeah, I like the Texans on the road. Also off the bye this week, too. So DeAndre Hopkins needs to have a big game. Here. Mm-hmm. Cowboys at the Lions. Now, this is going to be an interesting pick. Matt Stafford's status up in the air. Mm-hmm. So this has got a Thanksgiving feel to it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you like that? You're so funny. <laughs> I'm not picking the Cowboys. I'm picking my Lions here, man. I got to take the Cowboys. The uncertainty of not having Stafford frightens me. <laughs> yes, but I'm taking the Lions. All right, Falcons at the Panthers. Big win for the Falcons. Yeah. Hmm. But the Panthers need a big win this week. I got the Panthers. I'm over with the Falcons. Okay. Here's a stat for you. The Panthers' defense has given up three hundred, at least 330 yards of passing the past four straight weeks. Wow. By the way, that was a fantasy stat that I, that I looked up to help me aid in my decision of who I'm playing this week. Oh. Saints at the Buccaneers. I'm going to go with the Saints. Need a bounce back. Yes, they do. Going Saints. All right. Last of the 1 o'clock, the Broncos are in Minneapolis to take on the Vikings. A little bit of a trip for Denver. Mm-hmm. Minnesota's playing well. I got Kirk. Give me Kirk as well. Kirk. Captain Kirk. Not Christian Kirk. Who speaking of Christian Kirk. I'm sorry. I keep bringing up these speaking, bad memories Speaking for of Christian Kirk, the first of the four o'clock is the Cardinals at the 49ers. <laughs> How many touchdowns will Christian Kirk get this week? None. I'm taking the 49ers. <sighs> taking 49ers too. Patriots at the Eagles. At least on paper, at the beginning of the year, a game that you thought might be good. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I got the upset. Eagles. Okay. Fly, Eagles, fly. You're going the Patriots. The Bungles at the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Our Sunday night game this week, Chicago on the road in Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Give me the Rams. I'm going to go. I'm going Rams as well. And Monday night in Mexico City. The Chiefs are the de facto away team against the de facto home team, the Chargers. Chiefs need a big win, and they're going to get it this week. I agree with you. I agree. All right, those are our picks. That takes care of football for the day. Almost perfect time. We're about at the halfway point, so this is perfect. Let's start. We'll go with the NBA first, Nick. We can get that out of the way with. Um it's been a, uh, how can I put this, a semi-wide open start to the year. Uh, a lot of it has to do with, in my opinion, probably the Warriors struggling and stumbling and getting hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it gives 
life to the league a little bit, even though we already had it. Um, I'd say the East has been a little bit better so far. It's hard to say exactly who was better, but we got 10 games for the most part under everybody's belts. Um, I am all in on saying the East is probably the better conference at the moment than the West. I think that will hold a little bit. Really? Yeah. I, I think you look at the East. Um, obviously, the Celtics are 8-1. And it's a little bit deceiving, I guess, saying this, but the eight seed, uh, the Hornets are four and six, but they're in a group of teams that have been kind of surprising to start the year so far, like the Cavs, like the Pistons, and like the Hawks. I don't think we really thought they'd. And like I said, it's ten games in, but yeah. they're definitely showing signs of promise as opposed to I think what we all kind of thought would be with all of them. Um. Pistons, maybe. You could say the Pistons might be playing a little bit down compared to what they should be. They just but, got Blake Griffin back. They got Blake Griffin back, obviously, which will help. Drummond's playing amazing. Yeah. Um, and then, likewise, you know, if you look at the West, the West, maybe record-wise, you'd say, hey, that they're probably the better one. But at the same token, um, you got teams kind of where I think they would be even if their records kind of say so. Like, the Timberwolves are right at the 8th seed, where I think that's where we all kind of thought they would be. Um, and then I think you also got teams that are underachieving as well, like the Blazers, they're 4-6. The Thunder are 4-7. Um, I was kind of high on the Grizzlies a little bit. I don't think that they would have made the playoffs, but yeah. they're 3-7. I kind of thought they'd be a little bit better as well. Um but the West does have one of the major surprise teams, at least to start off the year in the Suns at 6-3. and three. Yep. Um, They got pieces out there, but I guess nothing that would say, hey, jump off the paper at you. But especially with DeAndre Ayton getting suspended the first, well, not technically the first. He played one game, but games 2 through 26 – uh, 25 games for getting dinged for, I believe it was HG. Actually, I'm not too sure what it was. What they John didn't Collins outright say. John Collins? John Collins got dinged for HGH. Really? Yeah. Which is weird in the NBA. I'm not going to lie. Uh, normally you get the couple of guys getting suspended every year for marijuana, but that's been laxed because of everybody making it at least decriminalized. But... And then, unfortunately, I feel like we have this discussion every year about the Knicks. I I feel bad for it because, Nick, for you, and we kind of discussed it already off the bat a little bit, but, man, this is a lot like the Redskins. Just so much dif- dysfunction that the only way to change it is if you get a new owner. And, f- unfortunately for both of us, I don't think that's going to happen anytime in the near future. <laughs> no, it's terrible. It's terrible. Your Redskins, my Knicks. My pirates have yeah, terrible. Owners. Yeah, but I, the thing with your pirates is at least nothing allowed for like three decent years. <laughs> yes, and here's the thing with, but the difference between Dolan and Nutting pirates owner and Knicks owner mm-hmm. is that the Knicks owner will actually spend some money on his team, and he actually wants to win. He just no one likes the guy. He's well, kicking he out wants fans. To win. He wants to win. He say he doesn't get the right pieces. No, nope. and uh, I mean. Here's what I'm going to say on Fizdale, your boy. My guy. The head coach, ex-assistant of Miami Heat championship years with LeBron. But uh, Fizdale, we did bring him in. He was supposed to bring in big names. He was supposed to be the body with everyone. He didn't do that. But there is no reason he should get fired this year. How in the world does a team fire a coach? What is it? It's going to be 15 games here soon. Yeah. 15 games in when they had zero expectations in this season. Yeah. Like the coaches that get fired midseason are the teams that are not playing well when they were supposed to. No. The Knicks are not supposed to be a good team. They're and, just and they're that's, supposed to help the dumb. That's, that's the thing. I think it shows the incompetence kind of not mid-level management, but if you were look. Compared to say where Fizz is, to where Steve Mills is, to see where now Dolan I think is. Steve Mills is going to get it. 
He should. He should. He's been there. Ten years at least, yes. right? And there's been really nothing. No. You had one playoff appearance in that time. Yes. Well, one playoff series one. Yeah. And uh, the other two were. Oh, right, I was to say, yeah, I think you actually had two or three. But... They had three in a row, but the other one was a sweep yeah. and lost in five. Tier heat. But, uh, no, Steve Mills needs to go. I know I'm looking like Hoodie Mellow right now. What? Maybe we'll bring back Mellow. I just – where is Mellow? He was at the Q's game last Wednesday. He should play on a team. But I heard Jamal Crawford is interested in the Knicks. What do you think of that? Jamal Crawford. Whatever. <laughs> I think he would be good for the young players. But uh, Barrett was having a good night tonight. I don't know how he finished. He was doing good to start. Uh, it's just you got to develop the young players this year. They're not expected to win. I think they should be better – then two and nine, whatever they are now. I, I was maybe hoping, you know, a couple games under 500. Speaking of uh, young teams, guess who jumped up the second in the standings while we were talking? The Miami Heat. Really? Seven and three. Sixers to the top or Celtics? Celtics, eight and one. Yeah. Celtics. We are tied. We are technically ahead of the Bucks in the Sixers because we own the tiebreaker right now. Really? Not that. Yeah. Celtics won eight straight. Speak, since they lost speaking six of years. the Heat, what was your reaction? Because like I was laughing hysterically. What was your reaction when you heard that Dion Waiters OD'd on Mar- on pretty much THC and CBD? <laughs> not, not much. You know. You know. You're. You, let me put it to you this way: Were you shocked? No. If like if there was one player in the NBA currently where you had to pick. All right, which one of these guys is going to be the guy to OD somehow on something that you can't OD on? Now, that's your boy. Dion, no. <laughs> Syracuse, Miami, he great. Dion Waiters is not my boy. <laughs> Who do you like better from Syracuse, Mello or Dion? Because I know you're not a big Mello fan. Mello. Mello wasn't an idiot. <laughs> True. Uh, but fun, yeah. fun fact, you say Syracuse Heat legend, Ronnie Cycli. That's the original Syracuse Heat legend. Yes. You have no idea who Ronnie Cycli is. I've do heard you? the name. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the name. I don't know what position he plays. Center. Center. He was a center. Nice. Our older viewers will know who he is. Yes. Yes. Not me. But I'm I've heard. Cold. The name. I'm cold, I have by heard the, the name. I'm cold. By the way, <laughs> it is cold. Uh, Had a zip off. I wish we were in Miami. Same. Uh, but people, uh, I'm jealous of anybody who's like south right now. I've seen a couple pictures of people like road like. Heading south, and Jim Jim's on a Jim will be heading Jim Spina's having to do a conference in Orlando. Wow! <laughs> like, and, just uh, rub it in. <laughs> like I hate LeBron all the time. I hate him, but his decisions to go to Miami, L.A. I don't blame smart him. smart business decisions in terms of weather. <laughs> yeah, no problem. It's sport is mostly in the winter. That's true. But uh, you know, NBA is good. Yeah, it's early. Yeah. I still think the Clippers are the favorite. Yeah, kind of. Well, the thing with the West is you have the top five all have seven wins. It's kind of differing losses, either two or three. So, yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I kind of surprised the Lakers are doing as well as they are yeah. minus Rondo, and with uh, and with KCP kind of just being an idiot. Joy Howard's been a nice. What KCP do? Oh no, he's like airballed like a couple layups on the year. Just. Just terrible. Dwight Howard's actually done pretty yeah, well. Yeah, Dwight Howard's had a nice, solid... He's trying to redeem his Maybe not career. resurgence, to call it quite yet, but he's had a solid year thus far, spending time with him and JaVale, so... No, they're, they're not terrible, well, but the thing about them wasn't whether or not Anthony Davis and LeBron were going to be good together. Yeah. It's just, are they going to stay healthy? Mesh and everything like that. So. They lose them, they'll be like the Warriors. That's Warriors true. lost everybody. By injury or leaving or retirement or whatnot, but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's stick with the other indoor sport. Keep it going with the NHL. Uh, man, a lot of uh, let's start out. I both start out west and we'll work our way back east. The West has been pretty wild so far. Uh, definitely the teams that we picked at the start of our predictions and preview for that are struggling pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Definitely did not anticipate the Sharks being as bad as they are. The Knights, uh, not bad. They're at 500, uh, but they're not in the playoff picture. Well, technically they are. I think they'd be the, I don't know, they'd be the first team out. So, 
I really didn't anticipate the Oilers being as good as they have been out of the gate, but they tend to do that every year a little bit. Uh, the Flames, a team that I thought could make a playoff run, and they are doing so. The Coyotes, a team that I definitely didn't think would be as good as they are, at least to start off doing really well. Same with the Canucks. Um, then you head to the Central or more teams out this way. Uh, for all the injuries that they've had so far, the Avalanche are hanging on strong. The Predators probably at their last window of opportunity are doing pretty good. And the Jets are hanging in there. The Stars have struggled a little bit. And so have the Wild, surprisingly. The Wild, I thought, would be a little bit better than they have. Um, just offensively, they can't get anything going, really. And it's a little bit rough to see because, again, their window their window probably closed a couple years ago, but they're hanging on still, and you could make a case for them, but... They just haven't got it going. And then if you had out east, you know, the pick that everybody was really kind of taking in the lightning have struggled uh, with injuries, but they're coming back a little bit. Um, they're off another couple days. They're off until tomorrow, I think. They spent the last week in Sweden playing against the Sabres. Sabres are a place ahead of the Lightning. Um, the Lightning have played the – they're tied with the Rangers for playing the fewest games so far in the season with 15 so that kind of hinders them a little bit. Um, that being said, I think once everybody kind of gets healthy and back going with them, you know, they'll be good. Plus, you know, out of the gate they stumbled pretty bad, but over the course of the last 10, they're 6-3-1. and one. Big so night for Ranger fans, though. Yeah, Ke- Keppo uh, had a nice... Uh, he had the game winner in yeah. overtime tonight. Yeah. Two, his first two-goal game of his career. I will say the beginning part of the schedule is whack. For the Rangers, <laughs> they play two games like the first fifteen days. Whack, whack. I don't think we've ever used that word. Whack. I've used. I use it quite whack. often. I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm freezing. <laughs> and, I, and we turned on that space heater. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we're almost done. But Capocaco got his first multi-goal game, a game winner in overtime. Had to bet electric in Pittsburgh. Screw Pittsburgh. But uh, yeah, you know. It's good to see he's got more goals than Jack Hughes, who was the number one overall pick for the doubles. He's got four goals. Mm-hmm. Capo's got six. Jack might have more assists, but it's good to see Capo starting to work it out with the Rangers. The Rangers are playing all right. They're young, but uh, like to see him get into the playoffs. He can do that. NHL is kind of like the NFL. You can be bad one year and then get good the next. But uh, your lightning, we're hurt. I still think we got good. players coming back already, but we're we're dinged up a little. They got bit, a big so. year. They can they have to bounce yeah, back. This from is that pretty much their last. This is run. their last year of having the window fully open. That's for sure. Yeah. So let's see what else. From Jack Eichel's been kicking, killing it though. Yeah, I mean the Sabers are right in the playoff picture. They're kind of they're sandwiched between the Leaves and the Lightning right now in the Atlantic. Uh, the Bruins. They're off to about as good as I thought they were going to be. Vegas is doing good. The, Canadi- the Canadians are better than I thought they would be as well, as well as the Panthers. Vegas? Vegas is struggling. Uh, not struggling, but uh, they're in that tough spot of teams where I, I think we all thought they'd be a bit Nashville? better. Nashville? Nashville's doing pretty good. Um, Who's the best team right now? Uh, Most probably points. the Bruins, if I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie. Probably the Bruins are the Caps. I go with yeah. You Caps could you could make a case for the Islanders too, but I'd say those are definitely the top three, all being in the East and probably in the league. What do Buffalo fans have to be more excited about? Their Sabers or their Bills? Well, probably the Bills. I think you'll probably see the Sabers kind of taper off again like they did last year, but maybe not to such a severe degree. But I mean, don't put all your chickens in the eggs in the basket quite yet. Got my analogies kind of mess, mess, mixed up a little bit there, but uh, yeah, I mean, I can't. It's too early to exactly tell, at least NHL wise, um, despite what we're saying. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd say keep hyping up your bills, and we can kind of go from there. Sabers look good though. I'd be, I'd be. Look, you're on the right track. Sabers are on the right track. Yeah. I'll put it to you that way. It's a long way away from the championship. Yes. 
Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what yeah. championship is close, Paul? So all three National Touring Series for NASCAR championship weekend this weekend. All three titles up for grabs in Miami. Let's see who the front runners for each title are. Yeah, so we'll start with the Truck Series since they race on Friday. We have Matt Crafton from California. He has no wins on the year, but has made the Truck Championship Final Four. How does he do that? Very consistent. He's... He's probably the best truck racer of all time. Uh, probably second best truck racer of all time, I'll say. Uh, third from Iowa, you have Brett Moffitt. Four wins on the year. From Florida, the watermelon farmer, Ross Chastain. He's got three wins on the year. And then from Ontario, Canada, Stuart Friesen, who if you're a Dirt fan locally, you'll know the name. He's got two wins on the year. If you had to make me pick from those four. They're all in Miami? Yeah, all the races are in Miami. Yeah. Last year of that, by the way. I wish we were in Miami. Last year of that, end of an era. Oh, really? Starting next year, at least for next year, the championship race will be in Phoenix. So. Okay, if I had to pick one, I'm going to go with Ross Chastain. Uh, Miami kind of has, kind of fits his driving style better. Um, you can ride the high line there. Um, he's not afraid to do that. Neither really is Stuart Friesen or Brett Moffitt either. Matt Crafton has a little bit more of a conservative approach compared to those other three, at least in that regard. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pulling for Ross. I think Ross can do it. I like Ross. He's a he's got an old school flair to him that I think the sport kind of needs a little bit. To a degree, so that's what I'm going to go with there. Then we'll head over to the Xfinity Series, the second tier. Your four drivers from California, Cole Custer with seven wins. Tyler Reddick, also from California, has five wins on the year. Christopher Bell from Oklahoma has got eight wins on the year. And Justin Allgaier from Illinois has one win on the year. Your championship four. Um, you like Allgaier? Any other time, yeah. I'm going to go with Reddick, though. He won the championship last year by winning at Homestead. Homestead definitely fits his style, riding the high line. Um, I'm going to go with Reddick to win, but Christopher Bell and Cole Custer will be right there as well. I think Algaier, kind of like crafted in a way, probably will need a little bit more something to happen for him. He got his first win on the year just last week at Phoenix to get to the championship four race. So, yeah. Um, that's what we got there. And then the one, the big guys, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series title comes down to Nevada's Kyle Busch with four wins, New Jersey's Martin Truex Jr. with seven, California's Kevin Harvick with four, and Virginia's Denny Hamlin with six wins wow, on the that's year. a lot of wins. Joe Gibbs has won ha- over, they will win, well, they have the possibility of winning over half of the races in Cup Series this year, wow. com- Cup Series competition. That's a lot of wins. Yeah, I mean, they've won over half the races so far this year, but if they don't win. If Kevin Harvick, Kevin Harvick's the only Joe Gibbs racer, driver not that's in the championship, the other three race for Joe Gibbs. It's crazy that Dale if he If he were to win, he would uh, cause Joe Gibbs to win 18 of 36 races. Wow. So With all those wins, it's crazy how Dale Harvick Jr. went all those years without a win. But was it? He had a without big, a title? Uh, no, a win. He had a long drought. Oh, he went like four years. Yeah, yeah. So that's crazy. But, I mean, it happens. It's a different, it's a different style too, and everything. Uh, this is tough. I'll pick, tell you who I like first. All right, all right, all right. He won it two years ago, right? He won it two years ago. Well, two years ago was Truex. Yes, Truex. He said has the most wins. He does. He has seven. I like Martin Truex Jr. I know my friend Nate is a big Truex Jr. fan. I am going with Truex Jr. to pull home, to take home the championship, and he will win the race for his eighth win of the year. Wow. Kyle Busch will wreck. Wow. Before the second stage. Wow. That's bold. That's a bold strategy call. Paul? This is tough for me. At the beginning of the playoff, I picked Denny Hamlin, but he is he struggled through the past couple rounds. And you said he's the only one without a title. Tell me before the show. He's the only one without the title. Nick, 
Who has the most titles currently in NASCAR? Jimmy Johnson. That's right. After him, who has the most? I think it's all the guys with one. That's right. A bunch of guys with one. Nick. Denny Hamlin joined that Nick, group. viewers of the Fresh Takes podcast, boys and girls at home, you can add to that list. I'm going to take Denny Hamlin. Really? What place does he finish? First. First. It first. always seems to be like first place in the That's final. the way to do it. I mean, it's that's like the other guys don't that's try. The be- that's the best guarantee you can have on the year uh, to, to obviously clinch your title. Um, so with that in mind, hopefully, I'm not saying you guys should tune in, but maybe you guys will. Uh, Fox Sports 1 on Friday night for the trucks, and then the NBC family and networks for Xfinity and Cup. Times the race on Sunday? I think like 3 or 4 o'clock, something like that. Either way, we appreciate, as always, for you guys tuning in. Um, Nick, who are you shouting out today? I've shouted this guy out before. So if we're talking NASCAR, I'll shout out my friend Dakota slash Cody Decker. Big Austin Dillon fan. That's unfortunate. He cannot win the championship this weekend. And Martin Truex Jr. win. I want to hear what he thinks. Shouting you out, Dakota. Have a good night. All right. And as always, we encourage you to like, share, and subscribe. Miss the day shows. Huh? Yeah, we already do miss the day shows, but (laughs) oh well. Uh, We'll catch you guys here next week on the Fresh Shakes Podcast.